and the podcast is going so boy we haven't done a a, a live stream in a while so um, I really wanted to get this back going because uh, <clears throat> I have a lot to say there's a lot I've learned in the last um, few months really it's been a few months since we've done <clears throat> a live uh, live broadcast for the podcast and if you're new to the podcast the podcast is uh, you are not an artist podcast and the reason we chose that name was for psychological reasons um, obviously you you are an artist but that's not all you are and so <clears throat> we choose that just because we want to dive deep into a lot of the things that affect creators and artists <clears throat> and um, and so it's really important, especially when you're trying to figure out your, you know, your art career and what's going on in your life and trying to juggle all those things. And, you know, are you approaching your art business the way that you would want to? Um, do you have a plan? Um, do you know where you're headed? What's your goals? Like all those things can be a bit overwhelming. So that's the reason why we've developed this three phase curriculum. And if you haven't uh, check out the three-phase curriculum. Please go check it out. Um, it's on the website, alejandrocastanon.com. I'll link it uh, in the description, um, and that way you guys can find it and head over there and, and check it out. So um, this is going to kind of evolve because we've changed where we were doing um, the podcast and the live stream. Now we have a nice little working studio. You can see you can see Shelby working in the background. She's doing her thing, um, and uh, this is also where. I do my work and my paint painting uh, little spaces right over here with my easel so it's just a really convenient place to be and today what we're gonna be talking about is uh, facing burnout um, and burnout can occur at all phases uh, of your career it can happen in the first phase the second phase the third phase and uh, it's really important that we address this because um, it can really shut down your creative process it can make you question your your art career it can do a lot of damage um, you know in the short term and in the long term if you let it go rampant uh, I definitely was afflicted by burnout a lot um, throughout this last decade of my art career and it's only been recently in the last year or two that I've really figured out how to get a handle on it and so that's the thing that we're gonna kind of touch on I'm gonna give you guys some tools some things that you can consider, things you need to think about internally, externally, um, and uh, and that way you can get a good handle on burnout because um, it's it, obviously it's not just afflicting creators and artists; it it's, it afflicts everybody, uh, all parts of our lives. Uh, we can um, we can be affected by burnout. So let's dive into that. Let's talk a little bit about uh, burnout, and then um, I'm also going to give out some resources. I'm going to recommend some podcasts, so make sure you guys stick around and watch to the end um, because there's some great podcasts I'd love to recommend to you guys that I love to listen to, and there's a book that uh, that I'm kind of reviewing at the moment. I'm taking notes on it so that I can give you guys a comprehensive review of it. I'm going to give you guys the title of the book. I'll show it to you at the very end of this session, and we're going to be here for about 30 minutes, so um, let's jump in right away. Uh, one of the things that I think that uh, the reason why people experience burnout either in their personal lives or in their careers or, or even in their hobbies is it has to do with uh, some of the expectations we've set up, um, not intentionally, but because of how we were raised and how some of the things that we've experienced growing up 
has made us feel like we need to perform at a specific level all the time. I was uh, having a conversation with my daughter the night before last. And, or no, it was last night actually. And we were headed to Walmart and she was telling me that she had a, a band event that she had to be at, be at the bus at, at four in the morning. And the night before she had to be at a football game because she's also a cheerleader. And that football game was gonna be out of town. So you know how it goes, like they come back late. And she said, well, I guess I'm just going to not sleep. And I'm going to just, you know, uh, go to the football game, come back at like 12, not go to sleep, and then just be over at the school by four. And I said, do you really want to do that? Is that really what you want to do? Because if you end up doing that, you may not perform at 100% for the band competition. And she said, no, I'll be fine. I said, nobody's fine when they're not sleeping, when they're going, you know, like putting, you know, the, hitting the gas and just not letting off nobody's okay when whenever they're going that fast and that hard all the time so i said it's better if you make a decision on how you want to prioritize what's most important to you in this time period where all these things are happening and i said i'm not going to tell you what to do but i'm just going to put it in front of you so you can consider it and that's all i said to her and then we went into walmart and we came back to the car and she says i don't think i'm going to go to the cheerleading thing the football game and, and I said, I think that's wise. You know, you need your rest. You need to make sure you have enough energy because your bandmates are going to be counting on you to perform at 100% during this competition, uh, which I believe is regionals. And so she needs to make sure she's considerate, not just of herself, but of the people that she's committed, um, committed to, uh, whether it's, you know, an activity or your life or a partner or a friendship. And that is an example of how burnout can affect not only our own priorities, but can affect people that are around us. And sometimes when that happens, people just assume that we don't have our life together, that we don't care, and that can cause us to feel a lot of shame whenever we don't perform. And that's kind of the, that's kind of the, the effect that burnout can have, negative effect that can have on us besides just feeling low energy and not being able to keep things together. It's the shame that we feel whenever we hit burnout and we let other people around us down. And so we have to be very careful about how we manage our priorities when things are really piling up on us because burnout can really cause people to, you know, um, to make bad choices or push ourselves into a place where we're just overwhelmed and we don't know what else to do, but we just keep going anyway. So that's one way that, uh, that burnout actually happens. Second is another way that burnout happens is whenever we are trying to meet other people's expectations of us. And what happens is whenever we try to people please too much, meaning we put a lot of our self-worth into what we think other people expect of us, we end up committing to multiple things and we forget about taking care of ourselves. So, you know, an example might be like you overcommit to a schedule that has to do with your side hustle, your career, your children, your marriage, you know, your parents, your siblings, your friendships, you know, and, and anything else you want to throw in that pile. And because you want to make sure that everybody's happy, you overcommit. But you're not really doing it because you want to do it for them. You're doing it because you're scared you're going to let them down and that they're going to leave you or abandon you or something really terrible is going to happen and you're gonna lose, lose it all.
And that just comes from that, again, we would try to people please our way into being high performer and we pile all these things on our schedule and eventually it's all going to fall apart. We're scared, we're thinking that we're gonna prevent it by, over, by performing all the way 110% all the time. And, and so we think that we're gonna prevent it by doing that and, and, and you know, we're preventing everything falling apart and by doing that, that's the exact thing that ends up, ends up happening. Everything falls apart. We disappoint people because we can't be perfect 100% of the time. And so that's why that burnout happens and then you, you know, and then you can resent them, right? So it's very important that you think through this process of how you operate on a daily basis and think about what am I doing with my life, you know, in terms of my priorities? Who am I committing to? And is it worth, is it worth my, is it worth to put myself on equal ground with every single person in my life and everything in my life when in reality those things are not equal are your kids and your marriage and your relationships more important than you know your you know side hustle or is it more important than your hobbies is it more important than you know uh, a colleague at work like what, why, are, why are we putting those things on the same level? They're not on the same level. Is it more important than your own health? No, it's not. And so we have to think about those things or we risk the burnout and we get to that place quick, very quick. You would be surprised how quick you can get to burnout um, when you start piling things up in your life. And I know everybody's experienced this. This is not something that's foreign that I'm kind of explaining to y'all right now. So when you're thinking about your hobby and the things that you're wanting to do to build up a career with, or maybe you just wanna get really proficient with like art or whatever it is that you're creating, maybe music or whatever, we have to think about how is that important in relation to the rest of our lives? Now we're not saying that it's, it has no importance. There's a difference. It's not that you, those things are not important to your life and they're not important to you, they don't bring you joy. We just have to be careful of what type of energy we're putting into that. If we're putting anxious energy in terms of like, well, if I'm not performing 110% every single day and thinking about this side hustle that I want to do, this art career that I want to build, if I'm not putting that first all the time, then I'm never going to get to where somebody else is. If that's the attitude we're going at this at the very beginning, you will burn out in phase one, you will burn out in phase two, and you will burn out in phase three. And along the way, you're going to lose relationships. And that's not what we want to create. We don't want to create an art career art career that we resent at the very end or even in the middle or the beginning. That is not what we want to create. If we love what we do, then we want to continue to love it and still be able to have other parts of our lives. That's the reason why the podcast is called You Are Not an Artist because that's not all you are. You have other parts of your life that are important. You're a human being, you're a father, you're, you know, you're a husband, you're a friend. All those things are true, but at the very core of that, you're a human being. And human beings have emotions, they, they have afflictions, they have you know, tragedies, they have successes, they have all these things that happen. And so just be careful that you don't identify yourself as just one thing and being, oh, I'm just a creator, I'm just a musician, I'm just an artist, and that's all I'm going to be, and that's all I want to be. If you put yourself in that box, then it's very easy for you to consider that everything in that box is 100% important to you, and that leads to burnout. So what do we do 
whenever we reach burnout? How do we how do we hit the brakes and realize, oh my God, I've taken on way too much. How do we stop ourselves from beating ourselves up and feeling guilt and feeling shame and all the stuff that comes with putting out the fire that we've created with the burnout, right? So what we need to do is we need to consider the fact that first of all, what were the things that led to this burnout? What are these what are the activities that are leading up to this moment where I'm completely wasted? I am so tired. Did you stay up till midnight every night for the last three or four weeks working and working and working? If that was the case, then you need to consider what your schedule is and how you need to adjust it. Um, I'll take I'll give you my own example. Um, so one one way that I reached burnout was that I was I owned an art gallery that had art classes and I was managing my art career and you know I have two kids and a relationship and you know I had work and so I had all these things and to me I thought they were all important so I was overextending myself and I reached this point where I was like okay now I need to make a decision because I'm feeling wasted here like my energy is completely gone and so I thought how important is the gallery to me how important is owning this gallery to me in the long run is this some place that I see myself always being and always having um, it does it does it make me happy is it something that I need to have in my life and so thinking about that I decided that I needed to let go of my business I needed to let go of the art gallery it was a physical brick-and-mortar location and trust me I thought that the gallery was what was sustaining me as an artist I thought that was how I was getting respect I thought that's how I was you know obtaining a title I thought that's how I was making sales in my art I thought that was going to define who I was it didn't and I had to let it go and that when I let it go you would not believe the amount of relief that I experienced by doing that and so we have to consider what are the things that we are contributing to this and do we need do we need to do them um, if not then we need to consider other things that are important how to prioritize that so that we can create a schedule that works for us that optimizes our energy if you're a morning person that you need to consider perhaps getting up early and doing everything you need to do that's exciting to you in the morning you know if you're a night person then maybe you need to make sure that you are scheduling enough time in the evening to make sure you take care of what you need to take care of um, I was kind of struggling with you know my fitness and I didn't know when I could make time to um, to go for a run because I was going for a run in the morning, but that wasn't working anymore. And so my lunches were free. So I decided, why don't I just make sure my clothes are laid out? And when I come home for lunch, I'm going to go run. And so I did. And I do. And that brought me extreme relief and, ex and a lot of pleasure. So the other thing that we have to consider is after we burn out is, are we communicating with the people that are around us what our needs are? Um, so when we experience burnout, a lot of things that happen is that we we overcommit and we don't communicate. We just kind of take it all on. We think that we need to bear the burden of all this stuff that's happening in our lives. And that's just simply not true. We don't need to burden ourselves with everything. We need to communicate to the people that are around us, hey, I need help with this. Hey, I need help with that. I can't do all these tasks and things that are I need to be doing. Um, Stacy says awareness is important. Saying no is a protective mechanism. Living from the inside out keeps you aligned with your true north. So true, um, and that's exactly what we're also getting to. Is you know if you're not 
managing your relationships appropriately and communicating what you can and can't do, or if you need help, then um, then it's going to get away from us. And I love that Stacy brought that up because awareness is a is some is a skill. It is not something that we in, we immediately get automatically. Maybe when we're like toddlers, we we have some sense of awareness, but we don't have self awareness. That's for sure. But through that process, we either figure it out or we don't. And so we have to build on that skill to be able to say, what is actually happening to me? What am I thinking? What am I feeling? And am I communicating that effectively through this new project or through this new journey that I'm experiencing in my life? Now that I want to create an art career, now that I want to create the side hustle, am I communicating with everybody that's involved what I need and what I can or cannot do? And so that's another thing that you need to figure out is whenever you burn out is like, okay, now that I've, you know, I've, I've experienced this burnout and I've cried and I've, I've, I've howled and I've, I've gotten angry at myself and all this, let all that stuff go and then move on to the next step, which is, okay, what do I got to do to make sure that this doesn't happen again? Well, I need to communicate. I need to make sure that I'm figuring out what am I overcommitting to so that I can organize all this stuff and make sure that it works for me and that I'm not working for it because ultimately you cannot perform at your best unless you're excited about what you're doing. And if you're too tired and too exhausted and too resentful because you're overcommitting to the things that you would wanted to be good at or wanted to do, you're not going to be successful. It is, trust me when I tell you because I've experienced it in the last 10 years in many different ways. When you overcommit and you burn out and you're exhausted and you're resentful and you're angry and you're upset, that is not the formula for success. The only way you're going to get to a place where you can feel like you're succeeding and doing the things that are meaningful to you, that are important to you, not necessarily money, but just enjoying the process, is whenever you are in a uh, in a state of mind that is following something that's exciting, and we call that follow the dopamine. That's you. That's we love that phrase because it's so true. Whenever you're following the excitement and you're creating opportunity and space in your life to be excited, the thing that you're putting your energy into, it ends up taking a lot of that excitement and then people will feel that from you. If you're getting on a live video like this and you're not excited and you're exhausted, people will see it. They'll be like, oh my God, like, are they even enjoying this? What's the deal? Like, why are, why do they look like they're not enjoying this and they they look exhausted? It, the energy comes through whenever that happens. And so that's why it's so important for you to consider that and making sure that you're making space for you to enjoy what you're doing. And tying this back into the three phases, if you guys haven't seen the three phases, go to the website, check out the three phases because we explain it there. We also have videos on this YouTube channel about the three phases. When you're at each stage of the phase in your career, as you manage all these changes and objectives and goals that you have, make sure that those objectives and goals include space for yourself to be able to breathe and to be able to live other parts of your life and for you to spend time with the people you love, to spend time for yourself, because this is not all that life is about. Life is not all about you know, your, your, your art career or your side hustle. There's so many other things that go on in life. This is just a part of it. We want to teach you how to enjoy it and make space for it. Okay. So 
that's talking about uh, burnout, feel free to uh, comment on this video because it will be saved um, you know, on the channel. So if you're, if you're watching this in a recording, feel free to comment because people are gonna be reading the comments after this. Uh, just like Stacy you know, provided that, that insight there. You know, think about it, go back to what you're happening in your life, maybe some examples and some things that have happened to you and come back and write a comment, share with other people because that really is helpful. We, we're trying to build a community of people that are going to share their experiences and everybody's in different phases of their career. I'm in phase two you know, right now. Just because I've written all three phases doesn't mean I've been, you know, in the third phase. We're all trying to get to the phase, to phase three. So I'm in phase two right now, and some of the things that happen in phase two can induce burnout. So we have to be very aware of that. So consider that and come back and write a comment. So one of the other thing I wanted to show you guys was this book that I was given early on in my art career, and I kind of left it on the shelf I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of one of those people that I'm like, oh my God, this book is so exciting. And then I'll read like the first paragraph and then I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll get like a little bored. I'm like, I'll put it away. I'll read it later. But I always, well, I always intend to come back to it. This is the one book that I'd put on the shelf and I put it away for years. And then I picked it up and I started reading it because I was like, um, you know, it was written a long time ago and maybe it's not applicable. I started reading it and it is applicable. It is one of those books that it's just kind of evergreen where you can pick it up at any time in your life and it's just like, wow, this has so many great like uh, little nuggets in there of knowledge. So I'm gonna show you the book right now. Um, it's called The Business of Art and it's written by Lee Kaplan. Um, this edition, I don't know what edition this is. Let me see, a third edition. So there's probably other editions out there. So I highly recommend you guys pick this up, The Business of Art by Lee Kaplan. And the reason why I recommend this book there, there's two reasons why. The first reason is I'm a business advisor. I'm a certified business advisor. And the information that I'm reading in this book, I know to be true because I've been trained on it. I've been certified in it. So I know it's true. The second reason why I'm recommending this book is the way it was written. And the way it was written was that everybody that contributed to this book, there's not just one author, okay? There are many authors and each chapter is dedicated to a different portion of your art business, and it's written by a specialist in the art business. I'll give you an example. In one chapter that talks about legal entity, so you choosing a sole proprietorship, a DBA, or LLC, or S-Corp, C-Corp, whatever, the, that chapter was written by an, a, an attorney that specialized in uh, creative businesses. I think it's more like, you know, for copyright purposes, but it was written by an attorney that specializes in that. I've never seen a book approach those chapters that way. Usually it's written by one person and they're just, you know, kind of like a generalist, but every chapter is written by a specialist. That I thought was really, really valuable. And it doesn't just talk about visual art. It doesn't just like it doesn't put itself in a box in terms of just visual art. It's applicable to a lot of different mediums. Um, you could go even a little bit further into like music and other stuff. And it's good. It's very good. So I highly recommend you guys uh, take a look at that. Um, the other thing I wanted to recommend was a, was a podcast. Um, there's a podcast called The Nathan Berry Show. It's on iTunes and I'm pretty sure it's across all different podcasts. Um, and the reason I want to recommend this particular show, and there's over, I think last time I heard there was se over 700,000 different podcasts out there. And believe it or not, the average podcast is only seven, seven episodes. That's it. 
with I have an average of 125 listeners or something like that. So there's a lot of different out there. Um, Stacy asked, will I include the book in info in the description? Absolutely. In fact, I'll do you one better. If I can find the book on Amazon or another book place, if you don't want to buy from Amazon, um, I'll include it in the description um, as well. So, um, and then also find a place, I'll, I'll put it on my Twitter and I'll, I'll put it in my stories on Instagram as well so that um, so you guys can take a look at the book and maybe I can find some more information. Uh, but going back to the podcast, so the Nathan Berry Show is, um, is produced by a very well-known um, email blog writer named Nathan Berry. Nathan Berry is also the CEO of ConvertKit. And ConvertKit is a creator-focused newsletter service. So if you think of MailChimp and Constant Contact, ConvertKit is that but for creators. And it's specialized, has tools in there specifically for them. So the reason I say that is because I started using ConvertKit and I'm not trying to plug them. Like, you know, you don't have to use it. It's his podcast that I really enjoy because the people that he interviews and his interview style is very nuanced and it's very easy to listen to. And um, it's an hour long, more or less, but he has such great guests on there that provides such great information about how they became, um, you know, bloggers or YouTubers or, you know, they're in the music industry or they're visual artists. And they talk about some of the things they go through. And he really gives he gives them some some bombs in there for in terms of questions. And so I really highly recommend that um, as a podcast to listen to. He's got. He's got quite a good library of, of episodes on there already, so you'll definitely be able to fill your bucket for sure if you have a podcast bucket you like to fill every once in a while. Um, and the other one that I was going to talk about was um, We Are the Creators, I believe is the name of the podcast. I'll, I'll link it in the description along with his. This one is a three-person interview uh, podcast. Um, and so it's it's two women and one man, and they're they're all sort of creators in their own right, and they interview. Sometimes they have interview, and sometimes they do Q and As. In fact, they do a uh, YouTube live stream every every Wednesday, I believe, at twelve thirty Eastern time. Um, I, so I believe it's called We Are the Creators. And so check out their podcast because the reason I like them so much is they're very vulnerable. They're very real about things they're going through. And they even talk about their failures and how they don't measure up sometimes to certain things. And that makes me feel good because, you know, I, I'm a creator and I have been for a long time, but I don't know everything. I go through a lot of periods of, you know, dips and highs and, you know, we were doing this for, for a few months and suddenly we weren't because life happened. And so that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, I don't have anything to offer, but it does mean that I go through challenges just like any other person does. And I like podcasts that do that. I like podcasts that don't try to sugarcoat everything and make it seem like they have it all together and that they don't go through life situations that take them away and distract them. I like that. And so that podcast has a little bit about that in it. And so I would highly recommend that, but I'll put it in the description as well. Um, and so that's really what I wanted to cover today um, was just going over those things. I would love to hear from you guys. Um, I would like guys. I'm going to try to get away from saying guys all the time because that's just that's just not the right word to use. 
I would like to know, I would like to hear from all of you and um, and just you know message me you know interact get in the comments if you have something to say um, I'll link uh, all my places where you can find me Instagram Twitter uh, Facebook I don't really I'm not on Facebook as much as anymore uh, but uh, that's a different story but I like to interact and I like to see what's going on you could also get on the website and message me directly there um, and we'd love to hear from y'all so um, we're going to be doing this every week. So every Wednesday at 7.30 Central Standard Time, we're going to be discussing these things that afflict us as creators and artists. And I'm going to be sharing a lot of the things that happened in my life, like I did about my daughter and the things that happened in my life specifically. I'm going to be sharing a lot of those examples so that you guys can get a sense of it's more than what I think a lot of creators that do podcasts and blogs allude too. They, it's, there's, it goes deeper than that. There's a lot more going on in our lives that are relatable. And that's what I want to convey is that, you know, we're all on the same playing field here. We may be at different sides and different stages, but we're all playing on the same field and we all go through similar things. So that's what I'm be sharing with you guys every week. Um, if you haven't subscribed to the, uh, to the uh, email, um, I will also put a link in the description for that. So if you'd like to get on my weekly email, I do talk a lot about different things on my email, what's going on with my artwork. And um, I'll also put a schedule for this in the email. So, and, um, and thank you for joining me. Stacy. thank you so much for, for staying on and uh, you know, share and comment and would love to see more of you guys. And that's it, check out the podcast. I'm gonna upload this here in a few days to the podcast and make sure. So great topic. Thank you so much, Stacy. I really appreciate that. Look forward to seeing you next week if you can join us. And uh, I'll set up a little bit better lighting because I feel like I'm kind of two-faced here. Like I got light on this side and none on this side. So I'll make sure I get lighting better on this side next time. So thank you so much. Have a great night. Uh, get some great sleep. And, um, and we'll see you guys next time.